Let's start the show. All right. We're going to try to do this in one take, right? Yeah. And what are we going to do tonight? We're going to tell a story. Uh, all right. So I'm going to tell the first part. I'm going to tell the middle. And I'm going to tell the last. We're going to do it in one take. We got this. And what's the name of this story? Magic Sound Machine, part one. So here we go. Magic Sound Machine, part one. Tom and Marie's parents had said goodnight long ago as they laid there looking at their ceiling in the middle of a record heat wave. Things were not going well for them. They lived in Big Bear Lake and that night it was just so hot. The evening didn't bring any relief. Their curtains stood still as if the windows were closed tight, but they were wide open. It was long past their bedtime and all Marie and Tom could do was lay awake in their beds. Marie, she was the big sister. She was how old? Six. She was six. And Tom had just turned? Four. They called the baby Marisol, and she slept in her diaper across the hall. Earlier in the day, when the thermometer in the garage read 100 degrees, their grandfather said it was Hotter than a hill of jalapenos. Yeah, hotter than a hill of jalapenos. The kids laughed and stood under the sprinkler, making excuses to open the chest freezer in the basement. Did they shut the lid? No. <laughs> All the popsicles had long run out. Tom, did you check way in the bottom of the freezer? Under the peas? Marie asked. Yep, nothing, Tom said. Back in their room, the more they stared at the ceiling, the worse it got. It was so hot, not even the crickets wanted to creak. It was totally silent and totally dark, except for one beam of light coming through their cracked door. The sliver of thin light bounced off the solar system that hung in the middle of their room, and the light landed on their closet door. There's probably another popsicle down there, don't you think? Marie said. Nope. Checked again, replied Tom. Well, do you think there's at least a fan around? Marie said. Maybe in the closet. They hopped out of bed and slowly opened the creaky closet door. Inside, there was no fan, but they found a box filled with their old baby things. Things like... A sound machine. A sound machine, but also rattles, bottles. And that strange old sound machine was there at the bottom of the box. Maybe that would help, they thought. The sound machine was different than they remembered, though. It looked like an antique. It's heavy, Tom said. It's old. Do you think we should plug it in, Marie said. It can't hurt. Maybe the sound of rain will help. The buttons on the sound machine were not what they remembered. They remembered things like... Rain. Thunderstorm. Wait noise or a stream Marie was the only one that could read so she read the names of the buttons to Tom the names of the buttons said unicorn dino I mean well unicorn dino mystery and future they said unicorn dino mystery and future 
They were written on the buttons in a mysterious script. Marie and Tom looked at each other, the solar system spinning above their heads, and they smiled for the first time despite the heat. What do you think, Tom whispered? I don't know. What button should we push? Hmm, let's go unicorn. Okay, but hold my hand, Tom said. Okay. And they both lowered their fingers on the unicorn button, and their world spun like an out-of-control tire swing. When Marie and Tom opened their eyes, a cold breeze blew across their faces as they looked over green, rolling hills. They were not at Big Bear Lake anymore. And like the wisp of the wind, someone called out, Tom! Marie! And they looked at each other, and they shrugged their shoulders. Hey, at least it's cooler here, Tom said, as they ran toward whatever was calling them. After a mile of running through the long, wet grass, they stood in front of what must have been the tallest and most beautiful sorceress. Well, the most beautiful one that they had ever seen. Her name was... Felix. Thank you for coming, Felix said. I was the one who left the magic sound machine in your room. The unicorns have been getting stolen by the sharks at the water's edge, and you two are our last chance. Us? said Tom. Yes. Us? said Marie. Yes. There's almost no unicorns left, and if you can swim to the bottom and defeat the sharks, I will give you a magic treasure that will help you come home. Two magic golden bracelets. They are your ticket home. Worried, Tom looked at Marie and said, Marie, but it's almost cheese o'clock. I want to go home. But Marie said, Let's go get those sharks. She said, Let's go get those sharks. Not so fast, young one. It's a thousand miles to the shore, Felix said, as she whistled for the last unicorn. This is a unicorn, and her name is February, the last of her kind. She will take you to the ocean's edge. Good luck. So Tom and Marie, they got on February, and... Rodan. Where did they go? To the beach. And then they just, well, then they saw the water. They had a backpack, but they didn't realize it was it was on Marie's back. So, in there was their swimming suits. So, they got off their pajamas, and then got on their bathing suits, put their pajamas in the bag. They put their bag on the shore next to a nice tree that was sturdy and shady. Then... They dived under, and then they saw the sharks. And then Marie said, "May not be as strong as the shark, as the sharks, but we're smarter." 
so well Marie and Tom stepped up to the sharks it was pretty scary but Marie and Tom shouting well they said by shouting Hey, sharks, how about you go in that cave over there? Probably has a million fish. You can eat it all. So the sharks went in. They didn't know it was a trick, but they sure went in. Then, as they swam away, Marie and Tom holded on to their back fin and they never realized it but before they went in the cave to eat it all they got off their backs and climbed up on the top of the cave and there was a billion rocks and they were like boulders so Marie and Tom worked together to push a a big boulder in front of the um the clearing so those sharks were trapped so then they swimmed up to the shore and they were very very happy and when they got to the store when they got to the shore who was waiting there for them February and, and Felix. Yes. And what did Felix have for them as a prize for defeating the sharks? The golden bracelets. And what did they do with the golden bracelets? They took them. Yes. They put them on their bra- on their um arm. Yeah. They put them together. They put their wrists together. They and at the same time they pressed that magical button, mm. and they were home. And then the next morning, when Tom and Marie woke up, they both sat up in their bed and looked next to them on the table, and there was the magic sound machine still there. And on their wrists were still the golden bracelets. And Tom and Marie looked at each other, And Tom said, Marie, after cheese o'clock, I think we should push another button. And that's the end of our first story. Hopefully we have another story soon about what? The same thing. And we have, well, the next one is about the dinosaur button. I hope they don't get trampled on on a T-Rex. That's true. That's true. And before we wrap up, um, thanks for listening. We asked um, people to send in, kids to send in silly sentences. So, Ella, can you read some that came in from Connor and Wesley first? And then Emery sent one in too, right? Yeah. Okay, let's read um, Connor and Wesley's first. First one is Connor's. The purple monkey... Rode his skateboard to town to get a 
board game for his pet worm. Can you read that louder? That's good. Nice and loud. The purple monkey rode his skateboard to town to get a board game for his pet worm. Very good. And then the next one? Was from Wesley. Wesley, I think, yes. The rainbow tree ate a cheeseburger in one bite. Okay, read that one again. Nice and loud. The rainbow tree ate a cheeseburger in one bite. Very good. And what was yours? The green princess donkey rode the elephant into town. Nice. And do you remember Emery's? The pear tree jumped over the house. The pear tree did jump over the house. And I'm interested in your green princess donkey. I don't know why she rode the elephant into town, but I'm really interested. <laughs> I think there's a story that we could come up with right there. Well, well, we thank everybody for listening. Um, send in any of your questions or comments to sugarbench at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at the sugarbench. And yeah, we hope you're doing well. And always, well, try your best. Always try your best. See you, folks.